The United States of America, 2,399. Great Britain, 780. Russia, 1,405. Australia, 468. These are countries bursting with Olympic success. This show is not about those countries or the athletes that represent them. This is about the other guys. The guys that have not won a medal. Not one. Not even close. These are the countries we are going to be following, as well as the athletes that represent them and their stories. This is Medallica, Minnows versus the World. Good morning and welcome to episode four of Medallica. G'day, Rig. Bonjour, Gus. <laughs> Je m'appelle Rig. <laughs> oh, we are only two days to go till the uh, 2016 Rio uh, Olympiad. Uh, mm-hmm. And wow, it, they mm-hmm. just keep stepping it up, don't they? It's the best. They don't know when to stop. I just don't know. Where, I don't think it has a ceiling. It's just going up and up and up and up, and I just don't know. It's a uh, rooftop when it's bar. Stop. And everybody's having a terrible time. Yep. Oh, wow. So uh, we're going to start off, jump straight into it. So uh, so welcome to the segment that we like to call Surveillance on Sadibi. And do we have news for you? When, uh, when we left you yesterday, there was a lot of intrigue. There was. I almost had uh, a minor cardiac <laughs> episode. <laughs> and uh, with good reason, because we received a, uh, a reply uh, from one of the three men in question. Uh, we are following... Uh, Rashid Sadibi, Jonas Kinder, and uh, Kim Collins uh, in their quest for a first Olympic medal. We got a response uh, through Facebook Messenger from the one, the only, Jonas Kinder. Uh, Kinder surprise. Kinder surprise. Uh, who responded uh, with a, thank you for contacting us. We'll <laughs> respond to you as quickly as we can. And we know that quick-ish is not very quick. Yeah, so, no, he, but he seems a very, like a very efficient speaker. Yep, yep. He uh, <laughs> speaks far better English than Rashid. Yeah, and far better French than me. <laughs> so, <laughs> meet in the middle. Anyway, so uh, so what we've gone ahead and done uh, is we we're starting to drag our feet a little with the uh, with the Facebook Messenger approach. So we have gone ahead and contacted uh, the uh, the official Olympic press mm-hmm. um, uh, contingent and uh, yep. and the press secretary for uh, uh, for the IOC um, who takes care of uh, Jonas Kinder's uh, interviews. Yep, we've contacted uh, the Burkina Faso Olympic Committee who hilariously are. NCOS at yahoo.france. Oh, no, really? <laughs> Looking forward to hearing back from them or in getting invited to join them in a, uh, in a uh, moving many million of currency. Well, it, it, it could have been way worse. It's not like someone's gone through one of those, uh, uh, sorry, updated stuff with, uh, with their 13 year old selves kind of thing. It's like, we are the St. Kitts and Nevis Olympic Committee. Find us at fingerblaster <laughs> underscore 69 at gmail.co.uk. Yeah, I mean, uh, we did try and find the uh, Burkina Faso MySpace, but that didn't work out so well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, for Kim Collins, uh, we've left messages with a bunch of cocktail bars and a local Harley <laughs> Davidson dealership in uh, downtown Rio. <laughs> Apparently, that's the best way to get in contact with him. All of the hotels <laughs> where his wife is staying. Yeah, his wife. Oh, Kim, when you hear this, uh, because we are getting listens in Rio. It's a it's a delightful thing. Two our uh, two Olympians uh, of uh, of the Rio. Uh, 2016 Olympics. Uh, welcome to uh, uh, to the show, and uh, please keep listening. Uh, if you see Kim Collins again, if you see uh, uh, or Rashid Sadibi, just stop him. Let him know that we want to chat with them. 
not, tr- not going to be creepy. It's already creepy. <laughs> 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 Cannot get worse than this. All righty. So uh, we're going to move forward and, uh, and we have an update uh, on the Spew Showdown uh, 1 last night. Yep. So as, as we left things yesterday, we, uh, we told you yesterday about uh, a great story out of, out of Rio where a, uh, a young entrepreneur of a thief uh, decided that the best way to get the goods from a Chinese hurdler and his cameraman was to vomit directly on said hurdler. Uh, and while the cameraman was incensed and chasing him away, his uh, companion thought it was the best time to to come and pick up all of that camera gear and make off with it. And it worked a treat. They nailed it. They did. They did. It was it was a perfect manoeuvre. Uh, I wish we had instant replay. Mm, just slow that right down. Chuck oh, it yeah. on the big screen. Yeah. And this is the point at which you can see the cameraman's heart break. <laughs> and as you can see, this man's diet is heavily involved with corn <laughs> and carrots. <laughs> Anyway, so Brazil uh, in the women's soccer got up three nil over China, mm-hmm. uh, and just uh, poor Chinese. The uh, the, the yep. damage continues. There are the victims of now two spew crimes because uh, post match the Brazilian team entered the Chinese rooms and spewed on them again. Yeah, which is uh, which was the agreement. So we'll be uh, we'll be following all the spew spew showdowns between Brazil and China. Any team uh, team event where they come up against each other, there's going to be a lot of spite. So a lot of spite, a lot of spew, a lot of spew, a lot of bile. Uh, anyway. Uh, Honduras and uh, and Fiji both get off uh, their campaigns. Uh, their campaigns kick off tonight, rather um, in the men's soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good luck to the two of them in their quest. I have to say, uh, coming to Rio is literally like paradise for these Hondurans uh, in in soccer matches over there. And this is actually a thing that happened uh, in a national match. I, I think, or maybe it was a domestic league match. Uh, a referee actually got stabbed. Uh, to death in Honduras, yeah, uh, by fans. Uh, so that's that's R- Rio. Rio is perfectly safe compared to Honduras. And that match that you uh, that you mentioned was considered the most peaceful soccer match ever conducted <laughs> in Honduras. <laughs> uh, anyway, so good luck to the two of them, uh, which brings us to uh, the latest in news and. Just like uh, a a comical cartoon cowboy holding a stick of dynamite, the Rio Olympic Committee are handling this with no grace at all. No panache. <laughs> oh, they are headless chooks, and that is why it's time for. Apocalympics now. And with that, we are going to jump straight into it. Uh, firstly, rig. Yes. Tell us about. Uh, we posted an image on our Facebook uh, uh, yesterday, and yep. uh, a lot of people have been intrigued as to what it means. Rig, hit us. Uh, I don't know which picture you're talking about. Uh, uh, I really would love some context. No worries. It's, yep. uh, <laughs> it, it is the image of uh, of two uh, security guards with a pair of bolt cutters. Oh yes, of course. Uh, I wasn't aware that that was put on the Facebook page. Uh, that was meant to be private between you and I. <laughs> Uh, Why are you doing this without me? Um, So (laughs) what has happened is, uh, like me, um, after a few too many tins, uh, the the officials in Rio um, have actually misplaced the keys uh, for one of the main stadiums, the Maracana Stadium. Uh, And because they seemingly had only one set of keys... (laughs) which is unlike anything I've ever heard before, uh, they needed bolt cutters to get back into the stadium. It's a, they've actually been advised uh, after this incident to leave a set of keys with our neighbouring countries. Yeah. So just in case they lose theirs again, they can pop over to uh, Bolivia. I'm surprised they didn't have a novelty-sized doormat or pot plant <laughs> in which to, to conceal said key, but... 
apparently, uh, yeah, they, they just had no idea. They had to go in with bolt cutters. <laughs> Actually, it's not even they had to go. The firefighter, they had to call the fire department to get them in with bolt cutters. And, uh, and they got the only two guys who are still working for the fire department. <laughs> Everybody else is on strike yeah. at the airport handing out cards that say, yes. Welcome to hell. You are not protected at all. We the, are all on strike. Yeah, there are no firefighters. There are no police. Welcome to hell. You are not safe. Yeah. In at, English. And, uh, and that's actually the best possible public service announcement. There, uh, the, that is not a protest. It's that actually is just one a of their, fact. It's actually their highest selling postcard at the airport <laughs> gift shop. <laughs> oh, the best. And, uh, and funnily enough, uh, that feeds straight into uh, more um, poorly thought out organizational <laughs> techniques yep. uh, like uh, the golf course for the Rio Olympics. Yeah, so the golf uh, course has been made available. It, it's, in a, it's in a nice part of town, um, as nice as Rio can be, it seems like, um, that isn't currently on fire yeah, or, or full of viruses. Yeah. Um, basically, the, uh, the golf course is a nice part of town. A lot of wealthy people live there, but it's wedged between two lakes. So these two lakes, uh, as with most lakes, is teeming with wildlife. Uh, And so a lot of said wildlife uh, have made this golf course their home. There are capybaras running around. The capybara, (laughs) if you don't know at home... Look it up right now. It is the largest rodent known to mankind. It grows up to 150 150 pounds. pounds. It is giant. That That is a massive... And there are thousands of these things... Running so around, many. just living at the golf course, and just and just the most sexual burrowing owls. Apparently, this yeah. this biologist came out and they were just like, "Look, I don't know what it is about the air over there. You know, the really polluted air. Something about the really polluted air uh, is just causing an, it's an aphrodisiac for these burrowing owls, and they are just fucking like crazy." Yeah, and uh, and it's good to see that it's doing good for somebody because it is killing a shit ton of people over there. Oh yeah, uh, and and also uh, just sloths, which uh, don't be confused by the <laughs> New, New South Wales PSA that uh, that made out that sloths are all stoned. No, when you wake them up, they are pissed. Really, they are really pissed They're off. Take, taking a slow swipe at you with their two claws. Yeah, I think if you come within eight centimeters of its claws, <laughs> you and, are dead. And, and wait for two minutes. <laughs> Yeah, for a full revolution of the shoulder blade. Yeah, yeah. They're basically those uh, uh, the animal version of those carnival clowns that just move their heads slowly from side to side. But <laughs> with, with their, their mouths claws. open, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, good luck to the golfers. Now, we thought that 12 of them dropping out because of uh, Zika concerns, in inverted commas, uh, was uh, a real overstatement. However, mm-hmm. it turns out that they probably knew... There were thousands of basically hippo-sized rats who just, live on. Just, but of they would be munching on their slacks. Yeah. <laughs> so, and 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 also, uh, there's a sloth on every green. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and uh, I'll tell you what. There's only a day to go until the opening ceremony. Exciting. We could not be more excited because we've had a sneak peek at uh, at what is <laughs> is in uh, in store. Not only has the budget been slashed to one twentieth of the budget of the Beijing opening ceremony mm-hmm. and one twelfth of London, absolutely, and uh, and a tenth of what uh, of what Rio was supposed to have. But the main attraction is going to be a uh, is going to be Giselle Bunchen. Uh, yep. Who uh, obviously famous Brazilian supermodel, yeah, yep. a, in, the a huge Brazilian uh, superstar, mm-hmm. uh, and she is going to be involved in uh, a gritty behind the scenes look at Rio, which mm-hmm. involves her being mugged by a black guy. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, if uh, they probably don't think it's racist, I mean, sixty percent of this country uh, is of African descent. 
but so maybe they're just like, no, it's it's just what happens. That person could be white, but still, it's like there you're were... showing someone being mugged like that's a way of life in your country. Yeah, but there were a lot of white Americans that realized that slavery was really bad. That's true, and, uh, and yeah. that these. I don't think you can blame racism. I just think that they have run out of ideas. Yeah. They were sitting in a t- at a table and have gone, oh, we have no money left. What should we do for the opening ceremony? Yeah. And someone's gone, well, we paid Giselle Bunchen to be there. Maybe mm-hmm. we should just get that intern to mug her. Yeah, that sounds Set weird. a stage. I mean, having Giselle in there and all is just baffling. One of, one, of, one of the articles that came out about it the other day just said, one of the lines was, Giselle Bunchen has a connection to sports. She's married to Tom Brady, NFL quarterback. Yep. That is her. That is her qualification, her qualification to be to be uh, included within the opening ceremony of the Rio Olympics. Yeah, well, uh, she is the NFL is run like uh, like a Swiss train, so uh, she is going to be in for a rude shock when she gets to uh, the everything's polluted Rio Games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and that moves us on to. I reckon my favourite fact thus far of uh, so of good. the Rio Olympics. So uh, we told you told you yesterday about the um, about the Olympic torch uh, route and how it was being uh, interrupted by various protests. Mm-hmm. So uh, it gets worse. Uh, the Jaguar is the mascot of uh, of the Rio Games. Yep. Um, and not, so, not 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 like a, a cartoon jaguar. No, like an actual a ja- real life wild cat. Yeah, which they've taken to a torch ceremony, uh, which is pr- very poorly thought out. Yep. However, when they took it there, it was uh, probably on the kind of leash that uh, has been created by the rest of the Rio Games, so very flimsy and terrible. <laughs> uh, and it managed to get off its leash. Yep. Uh, escape. Yep. And uh, and then it was shot dead by the <laughs> army. Yeah, because the police are on, are on strike. strike. Yeah. So so the army are being deployed everywhere just in case someone lets out a, a fucking jaguar. Rogue jaguar. Uh, it's, it, it is the mascot of the games and that is the most symbolic thing that I've ever heard I feel that like, it was massacred. I, f- I feel like you and I have the easiest job because these jokes fucking write themselves. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's comical the way that this is that this is going on. I know it's a, it's the best, and that is uh, that is the end of uh, Apocalympics now um, for today, which takes us into uh, our segment Craft Olympics. As it's, it's it's arguably its kind of cousin. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. It is uh, between nineteen fourteen and nineteen forty eight. Uh, there were arts and crafts medals handed out at uh, every <laughs> every Olympic game. Still gets me. So this week we're going to have a today. Sorry, uh, we're going to mm-hmm. have a look at literature. The literature medals <laughs> okay. between 1914 and yep. 1948. So basically, uh, actually, it was uh, it was between 1912 and uh, and 1948. Right. Okay. So first first year that they have uh, that they have um, arts medals, mm-hmm. uh, gold was won by none other than Pierre de Coubertin. <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism at work. Yeah, just gold, no other medals award. <laughs> <laughs> He's just that good. He's that good. Uh, in 1923, medalists, they started to improve. Uh, in 1924, uh, they had uh, shared silver and bronze. 1936, in Berlin, yeah. Nazi Germany won all of the literature medals. No. Yes. Previous <laughs> best medal hall was five in history, but this is the best. The literature bronze, uh, in a secondary category, which was for uh, non-Germans, uh, went to <laughs> Austria's Hans Stoiber with the discus an inspired story about George Stuart Robertson's no famous way! people's throw oh, in 1896. No. <laughs> he the, cannot be killed. He can't he, be killed. He's going to live forever. <laughs> 
Oh, the best. Anyway, so that is uh, that is literature medals between uh, between nineteen twelve oh, and nineteen forty eight. So fantastic. Uh, which takes us through to final segment, Donut Spotlight. I love this. Our Donut Spotlight is on Brunei. Jerusalem. Who have, which is their actual name, as yep. you just told me. Yep. Uh, they've sent three athletes to these games, uh, and uh, they're, uh, we're talking about them because good on them for finally sending a woman to the Olympic Games. Uh, oh, is that... That's, that's, that's not a that's thing quite... that, that they'd done. Uh, they, they first really? sent, sent one in, in London, and, uh, and there was a bit of controversy as to whether they'd send another one because previously, as I'll go into, they'd only sent men. But uh, it's the diminutive uh, Maizura Abdul Rahim. Uh, she's 17. She's running. Is she, the, is she related to Sharif Abdul Rahim of the Portland Trailblazers? Portland Trailblazers, yep. I believe so. Okay, yeah, let's great. just say that she is. Uh, <laughs> she's she's four foot ten and she's a hundred meter sprinter. Fantastic. Um, the Olympic qualifying time is eleven uh, seconds and thirty two milliseconds, and her PB is thirteen seconds and ninety eight milliseconds. Ooh. So she could be in for a tough games. Yep. In, anyway, uh, previously <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Brunei had uh, had sent uh, only one athlete. Uh, to a number of different games. It was the Sultan's brother. His name was <laughs> Prince Jeffrey. He went to the skeet shooting. He finished last in every Olympics that he attended. Uh, he's best known for embezzling $14.8 billion of the country's money, No, ran, running a harem and having three wives, as well as his mate attribute, which was owning a yacht simply named Tits. <laughs> Yep. Use of research I've ever seen, isn't it? I incredible? applaud you, sir. That was fantastic. All right. Well, that's uh, that's the end of our donut spotlight, and uh, uh, we uh, we look forward to seeing how uh, the great nation of uh, Brunei, with, Jerusalem, with, with with apparently it's 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 Brunees, which I assume is the demonym, uh, the Brunees version Brunees. of Kylie Minogue, absolutely uh, just running at four foot ten it's, across the track. Can't wait to see what happens. All right, that is all we have time for. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for our special opening ceremony edition. Uh, enjoy. Thank you, guys.